0: Welcome to Love and Power, an Unexpected Gift by author and speaker Jacqueline Palmer. Join us for this Women Inseparable study as we learn what it means to be filled with love and power. Here's Jacqueline. We are in our Love and Power series. We are getting ready to start a two week study in our Love and Power series this week and next week we'll we'll be talking about matthew 13. spending time with matthew 13. can i encourage you right now before we even start into this process to spend a moment with god in prayer asking god where do you want my heart to go with you during the next two weeks our goal this week and next week is every time our stomach shows any level of hunger to crave Matthew 13. Our goal these next two weeks is to relate our hunger, our physical hunger, to a hunger to the Lord's words in Matthew 13. This is our personal goal. It'll look different for every single one of us. Our hunger levels are different. Our hunger levels as women are different day by day. Have you noticed that? You could be like all week, man, I'm not even hungry this week. And then the next week you're like, I can't stop eating. So if you know your schedule, you may wanna you know, give yourself some grace, but know your stomach, be aware of your body. And as you learn as women, as you learn your body's hunger, learn the voice of God at the same time. It's such a natural, it's such a natural phenomenon that happens in our life to hunger and thirst for the word of God. If we use the very body that God has created to teach us to hear his word, and instead of having those hunger pains and running to whatever it is that satisfies those pains, and we run to the word of God and we run to our conversation with God, and we run in hunger and thirst after our God, oh, oh, love and power happens. That's beautiful. And no longer are we thinking, okay, so what are the rules of prayer? What are my guidelines of scripture reading? What do I, what do I do? What don't I do when it comes to my fasting life? No longer do we think about that. Now we think, oh, God, I hear, like, I know, I know you want time with me. Thank you. Thank you for your love. I'm going to sit with you for a moment. And you sit with the Lord. You just sit with him and let him satisfy your hunger through his bread the very bread of life how beautiful and powerful is the word of god let's pray over matthew 13 as a group and as i pray will you pray with your father over matthew 13. heavenly father how good and how great you are to gift us with such powerful powerful connections with you lord you've given us this body As much as sometimes we as women want to complain about our our bodies for one reason or another, you have designed it to hunger after you. I pray that you help us to learn what that looks like, learn what that feels like, and learn how to use it for your glory and for eternity. Father God, our time with you benefits our life on earth, but it impacts our life for all of eternity. I pray that you help us to see that. Help us to hear that. I pray that our hearts, not our minds, but our hearts will understand what you have for us to understand in Matthew 13. I pray, Father God, that you will silence the thoughts that are in my head, that you'll get rid of my words that I want to say, but that you alone will speak. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will go before, go before my every word and go before our every heart that listens to this message, listens to this this teaching on Matthew 13, where they are, as she is. I pray that you will teach us what we need from you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Matthew 13. Last week, last week we talked about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit leads Jesus into his time of fasting with his father. Please hold on to that. Please hold on to the impact that the Holy Spirit has on your relationship with your God. Hold on to that. It makes and breaks all the difference. When we pray, oftentimes we pray and the words come out. But when we pray and the Holy Spirit leads us into prayer and the Holy Spirit leads us into scripture and the Holy Spirit leads us into fasting, it's not about you. It's about the Holy Spirit taking you where He needs you to go on behalf of your life and those in your life and for all of eternity. When the Holy Spirit leads, oh, that we learn how to follow hold on to that as we look into Matthew 13. Matthew 13, verse number one, I'm going to read some scripture as we get into this. As we read scripture, will you see you? See where Jesus is and see where you are. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. See where Jesus is and see where you are. Matthew 13, verse one, it says that same day, Those of us that have questions, go back to Matthew 12. It'll tell you what is happening that same day. Crazy stuff happens this day. Jesus had long days. Lots, lots happened in Jesus's days. Verse one, it says that very same day, Jesus went out of the house. Do you see where Jesus is? Do you see his physical movements as he dwelt in the flesh among us? That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. See him? Get those mental images in your head. Verse two, it says, "In great crowds gathered around him." You imagine walking out of a house and walking toward a sea, and a rumor happening. He left the house. He left the house. There's no social media. Word spread. He's being watched by all the people for all the reasons. Every reason. I have a headache. I need Jesus. I have an illness. I need Jesus. I have leprosy. I need Jesus. I'm hungry. I need Jesus. I hate him. Where's Jesus? I love God. Where's this Jesus? Every emotion, every person, these crowds are coming from every direction and gather around him as he sat beside the sea. Verse two continues. It says a great crowd gathers around him so that he got into a boat. Do you see his physical movements? He got into a boat and sat down. I love his sitting. Comfortable, at rest, approachable. Do you see how approachable? He is. He goes from sitting by the sea to going into a boat where he could get further out and still have his voice carry to the him carry to the crowd. And he sat down. It says, and the whole crowd, what did the whole crowd do? Stood on the beach. Where are you? We know where Jesus is. Jesus is in a boat on the sea sitting. Where are you? We talked about this two weeks ago in our study. Where are you in the crowd? Who invited you to the crowd? Who did you invite to the crowd? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you understanding? Know these things about you. Verse three, it says, and he told them, Jesus told them this whole crowd, and remember this crowd is filled with a multitude of emotions, a multitude of reasons of why they are there. He told them many things in parables saying, and he starts with this parable, a sower went out to sow. We know this. Don't check out. Stay where we are with scripture. A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path. Where are you in the crowd? What did you just hear as where you are in the crowd? As you are where you are, can you relate to what Jesus is saying to your heart? Some seeds fell along the path. And the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground. What does that mean to you? Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. Friend, may I ask you not to think about anybody else. Think about you. Scripture says, Jesus says, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. What does that mean to you? Where are you in this crowd? Verse six says, but when the sun rose, they were scorched and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns. And the thorns grew up. Can you relate to those thorns? Do you know those thorns? Are those thorns stuck before your face every time? Every time you open your eyes, other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and those thorns choked them. The end. Verse eight, other seeds Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. In verse nine, he says, He who has ears, let him hear. The personal challenge this week is verse number nine. Verse number nine, may we have a relationship with God this week. May we be in prayer this week. May we turn our hunger into praying and seeking God and spending time with God. God, I want ears to hear. And that's the only thing I crave right now. And every time my hunger thinks it wants something else, oh, Father God, above all things, I want ears to hear. And that is my goal this week. Have you ever thought in your past thinking of fasting, have you ever thought, oh, this is so big, I want fasting for ears to hear? Oftentimes when we fast, we fast for health or a friend or finances. Big things, big things, tangible things, things that we can hold onto. What would happen before we try to tackle things that affect earth? What if we start by tackling things that last for all of eternity? Things that God says, this is what I want you to have. This is how I designed you to be. I want you to be what I've designed you to be. And I've designed you to be a woman who has ears to hear. How badly do you want that? How badly do you want that? Jesus gives us stuff in Matthew 13, all of Matthew 13, that can be so confusing. And you can listen to one preacher and one preacher will say, here's what Matthew 13 means. And then you listen to another theologian and the theologian will be like, this is what Matthew 13 means. There is debate on some passages in Matthew 13. Did you know there's debate about passages in scripture? Sometimes there's varying opinions. What happens if we erase all of that and say, Holy Spirit, when I'm ready, when you know I'm ready, will you lead me into prayer and into conversation over what you need me to know from Matthew 13? Will you do that, please? I'm waiting for your timing. And when the Holy Spirit says, this is what I need you, you to know, this is where I need you to grow. This is what I need you to learn from me, in me, through me for this purpose, for all of eternity, sit with me in this passage. Will you be ready? The only way to be ready? Have ears to hear, have ears to hear. You need to be able to rea- be able to hear the Holy Spirit say, it's time, and then you need ears to hear what God has for you through the words of Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? You say, but I want all the things all the time right now, right now I want to know how to do this. Baby steps. Baby steps. I have a 17-year-old who had to learn how to walk. Remember those days? He's stepping into his world of man, and he says, I've been wanting to be a man for so long, and I'm ready, Mom. He wasn't ready when he was learning how to walk. He had to do all these things. He had to learn how to live before he could learn how to live don't we have to do the same thing? Will you give yourself grace, give yourself time and let the Holy Spirit grow you? And will you hunger, hunger for ears to hear in Matthew 13? And I do not want to steal anything that the Holy Spirit has for you. So we are not going to study the details of this passage the next two weeks. And I ask you not to study the passage, this chapter, these next two weeks with commentaries and study Bibles. I ask that you use this chapter when you're hungry. Hunger for this, hunger for this. Face Matthew 13 with the Lord. You and Jesus, you and Jesus. See what Jesus has for you. What I do want to do is focus on the blessing that he's saying. Jesus often quotes scripture, Old Testament scripture often, and he refers to Isaiah quite a bit. You're going to see Isaiah six referenced here. If you want to do a study, if you want to bring Isaiah six into your time with the Lord, do so. Here's what he says in verse number 12, verse number 12, he says, for to the one who has more will be given. Where are you in the crowd? You just heard about the four different seeds. What seed did your heart relate to? Not the, what seed did your spouse relate to? Oh, how often we hear scripture and we think, oh, my spouse needs to hear that right now. Or we think of our children are like, oh, I just wish my child would listen to this truth. Let us not think of others. Let us be so selfish. Let us see us in the crowd. Let us see what seed we are in this crowd. Where are we standing? With whom are we sitting? And what are we thinking when we hear Jesus says, for to the one who has anybody else asking, what do I have? What am I counting? scripture, will answer that as you spend time with the Lord this week. He says, for to the one who has more will be given right away. I'm thinking, okay, so we're talking about rewards and it makes me remember, oh, when I pray in secret with my father, my father gives me rewards to the one who has to the one who has more will be given. What do I have and how am I going to be given more and where am I going to put it? What do I do with all this? For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. He'll have an abundance. But from the one who has not, sweet friends, see yourself in this crowd and hear these words from the Jesus's words to your heart. But from the one who has not, even what he has, it will be. Be taken away. Be so selfish with what you have and protect what you have. Use what you have, what you have. If you do not have it with the ears to hear and the heart, to understand it will be taken away from you. He says in verse 13, this is why I speak to them in parables. This is why I speak to them in parables. Because seeing some of those in the crowd do not see. And hearing some of those in the crowd do not hear, and nor do they understand there are some people in this crowd that are hearing my parables and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And the little bit that they do understand, it will be taken away from them and it will be given to the one who does understand. This is powerful. This is powerful. You must know where you are in the crowd. And I'm telling you, you will know where you are in the crowd based on what you know about Jesus Christ. Do you know Jesus Christ is your savior? If you know Jesus Christ is your savior, be confident where you are there. What are you doing with what you know about Jesus Christ? What are you doing with that? Are you doing what you know about Jesus Christ on earth? Or are you doing what you know about Jesus Christ with eternity in mind? This will make all the difference as you go through Matthew 13. I'm telling you right now, it will make all the difference. So many times we wanna look at the parables and we wanna hear the parables, we wanna see the parables through the eyes of earth and we apply what Jesus is saying to life on earth and we miss the whole deal. We miss it all, every time when we take what Jesus is saying and we apply it just to this, we miss the whole game. But when we can look at it, when we can see it, when we can understand what God is saying through the eyes of eternity, oh, oh, to who he has some, more will be given. And the more time you spend with God in Matthew 13, that more that you've been given is going to be turned into an abundance You are like abundance of what? It's between you and God. What I do know is we are promised. We are promised that we have the Holy Spirit here today. We are promised that the kingdom of heaven has come because of Jesus today. We are promised that we have life eternal today. We are promised that we have rewards today and we have promised that we have rewards in eternity we are promised that we have jobs today and we have jobs in eternity. We are promised fruit today and we are promised fruit for eternity. Do you want your rewards just to be on earth and do that? Do that. It's your choice. But if you want your rewards that you get on earth to affect the awards that you get in heaven, then do that. But you can't do that if you don't have eyes to see. You can't do that if you don't have ears to hear. You can't do that if you don't understand with your heart. When we understand with our mind, we do things on earth. When we understand with our heart, we do things for eternity. And it affects everything on earth, and it benefits everything in eternity. That's what Matthew 13 is saying. To the one in whom you have, more will be given and abundance will be given. But to the one who has not, everything will be taken away. Jesus says, this is why I speak in parables, because he wants to know who wants it. Not everybody wants it. Do you notice that? Do you remember a time in your life when you didn't want it? You're like, oh, okay, the name of Jesus, nothing. And then there's time in our lives where we do know Jesus as our savior, but oh, life is just too crazy and we're out. Can we not judge that? We've been through that. Others are going through that. Did you know life has seasons and we all go through seasons at a different time? Let us not judge one another. Let us stay where we are, know who we are in the crowd. He says, this is why I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand. He says in verse 14, the very words that he has spoken through Isaiah. He says, indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. In their case, not your case, unless you are the one that does not understand. Do you see the difference? These words are not for you, sweet friend, who is seeing and hearing and understanding. This is for the one who does not understand with their heart. Jesus says from Isaiah, he says, you will indeed hear, but never understand. Do you feel that weight? And you will indeed see, but you'll never perceive. What you have will be taken away. You may hear something, but you're not gonna be able to grasp it. You may see it, but you're not gonna be able to perceive it. For this people's heart has grown dull. And with their ears, they can barely hear and their eyes they have closed it's a personal choice it's a determined personal choice lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn And I would heal them. If you are feeling this and saying, this is me, this is me. I want to get out of this. Jesus in this proclamation gives you the answer. The answer is open your eyes to the very love of Jesus Christ. Unsaved person, open your eyes to the love of Jesus Christ. Saved person, open your eyes to the love of Jesus Christ. You can never love Jesus enough ever. You're like, oh, I love him so much. A week later, Oh my gosh, I thought I loved Jesus so much last week. I can't even handle this. I am so in love with Jesus. Where you are, fall in love with Jesus. Hear him. See him. Understand him with your heart. It's the answer. It's the answer to everything. Every time he goes on and explains the parable, the the seeds. If this is something that you and the Lord are working on, spend time there. For sake of time, we're going to run to one of the the four parables that he says to the crowd. These four parables are specifically spoken to all levels of hearing, which means there is something in these first four parables that have to apply to every single human on earth. It's powerful. It doesn't matter who you are. These four parables are meant for you. What in these four parables does God need you to know? Take it personal. Take that as your personal challenge. No matter where you are with God, no matter where you want to be with God, take that as your personal challenge. Of these four parables, which one God do you want me to look at? Which one? Okay. What do I need to learn from it? And sometimes we'll spend a a minute or an hour or a day with the Lord with this one verse. We're like, I'm just not getting it. Just not getting it. So you have a choice at that point. Do I quit and say, ah, didn't work and move on? Or do you continue hungering after it and hungering after it? Can I tell you, there have been passages in the book of Matthew and in the book of first Corinthians that I have spent weeks pouring my soul over and praying over and fasting over before going to a commentary. Saying that out loud is very, very difficult for me. That is a very, very private matter. And as I'm driving here, God's like, you're going to be vulnerable, be willing. And I'm like, oh, there it is. There have been passages that I've cried over. God, I don't understand. I don't understand. 1 Corinthians 4 is one of them. God, I don't understand. I know you want me to understand, but I need to know what you want me to understand. I don't want to know what this man says or this man says or this man says. I could have easily run to my pastor, but God says, I want you to run to me. I have something for you in 1 Corinthians 4. On my knees in tears for days over one chapter. And after that time period, I still had questions. So I replenished my soul, and when the Holy Spirit led me into it again, I spent more time in prayer and fasting. Time passed, weeks passed, and then to who some was given an abundance came. I love 1 Corinthians. I did not love 1 Corinthians. Time in prayer, time in fasting changes Everything, Don't quit. Do you know the fig tree, I am presently in a constant hunger over every passage about the fig tree. This is something I have told God multiple times. I am not done until you open all of my eyes over this fascination with the fig tree. I am so intrigued, like there's so much about the fig tree, so many elements. I want all of it. That is my personal time of hunger. I hunger over the passages of the fig tree. That is just personal information. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Hunger after clarity of the word of God and hunger your truth from God and not from man. Blessed are the eyes, verse 16 says, blessed are the eyes for they see in your ears. Blessed are your ears for they hear. Hold on to verse 16 and claim that blessing. Say, God, I have this blessing. I want this blessing. I want more of this blessing. I want an abundance of this blessing for my ears that hear. I want, I want, I want, crave the very blessing of your God. Verse 17 says, For truly I say to you, many prophets, many prophets, and many righteous people have longed to see what you see. Do you value what you see? They have hungered and desired to hear what you hear. They didn't get to hear it. The very prophets that we look to couldn't see what you see. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing? I love studying Ezekiel. I love Ezekiel. Ezekiel's my friend. He's my, he's my buddy. I love, I love reading his journal. I love reading his journal, his wording and his encounter with his God. Floor me. I see more than Ezekiel. How can you say that sentence out loud? <laughs> That's amazing. According to scripture, I, I see more than Ezekiel I had the right to see. I get to hear things that Ezekiel longed to hear. I get to hear it. Wrap your head around that. Value what Jesus has for you in Matthew 13. I knew, I knew I was going to focus on verse 31, but I'm not. Because our time is over. Kind of sad. Verse 31 was my... That was my parable of the four. Our personal challenge is to ask God, God, of these four parables that are meant for all of us, which one, God, which one do you want to spend time with me over? Mine was verse 31. Powerful. What is yours? What is yours? Spend time with God and hear, hear, sweet friend, what God wants you to hear. Holy Spirit, I pray. I pray that you will open up our eyes, help us to see even more. I pray abundance upon our vision of eternity as we spend time with your parable, sweet Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray that you'll open up our ears. I pray that we'll hear the abundance that God has for us on an individual level. How personal you are with us, God. How personal you are with God. You, you see each of us where we are, and you love us where we are, and you grow us where we are, and you want to spend time with us so desperately where we are. Your love for us just overwhelms my very soul. I pray, Lord, that you'll help us to hunger, hunger after you. Teach us to use, use our time on earth as it is in heaven. I pray for those of us that need Jesus' prayer in Matthew 6, that we'll cling to that, that we'll use Matthew 6 as we look at your parables and connect the dots. Help us to understand with our heart. In the precious, precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more Women Inseparable Studies, check out our website at womeninseparable.com. Send your questions to womeninseparable at gmail.com.